everybody getting ready for the weekend as we gear up for the national title game between Georgia and Alabama. WTOC digital anchor Jake Wallace joined by sports director Lindsey Goff, morning break anchor Tim Guidera for this episode of the WTOC Sports Podcast. Recording this around 9 o'clock Eastern time on Friday night. The Georgia Bulldogs have just landed in Indianapolis about 8 o'clock Eastern. The dogs touch down. Lindsey and Tim in Indianapolis. I am still in Tennessee. We'll be making my way towards Indianapolis this weekend. So, guys, what's it like there? Give me one word to describe Indianapolis. I think I know which way you're going to go with this. (laughs) Cold. Yes, I was going to let you say it there. So It's chilly for sure. But uh, We got here about 2.30 this afternoon. Um, Now, I don't know if people know that we were driving up from Savannah and we got about – well, we got past halfway – uh, through Nashville last night, and it, it got pretty harrowing. The roads were, were really getting covered in, in snow and iced over. So we pulled off, stayed the night in – it was Hendersonville, right? Correct. And uh, so Taylor we Taylor Swift went to high school, guys. Oh, well, we only known that. And uh, <laughs> so we got in, uh, in the car at 9 o'clock this morning and, and headed up, and the roads were not a whole lot better for the first hour and a half. But then it, it was it was okay after that. So we got in position by about 2.30 and got set up to do our first live shot at 4. And immediately the camera shut down because it was too cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we made it work. And then we had to switch to an indoor venue for the later live shots. Um, it's It's been a little hectic today, but... Honestly, this is such a great venue for events like this because the hotel connects to the convention center, which connects like right up to Lucas Oil Stadium. Everything's like right here in a hub. The convention center is where the um, the fan experience is going to be. Uh, so it's really cool because everything is so close together and right there for the fans to experience. And so just everywhere you're walking, you see the college football playoff logo in Georgia and Alabama stuff. It's everywhere. Um it's really neat. But it is, it is not crowded yet. Uh, you know, not yet. Usually you get a you know a few days before a, a game of this caliber and the city's kind of already buzzing and pulsing. Now, possibly a lot of people are here and staying in their hotel rooms because it's so cold, but I think a lot of people <laughs> are arriving over the next couple of days. I know most of the people from Savannah that I have spoken to, and it's been a lot, are getting in Sunday or even Monday. So I think the city will continue to kind of grow, uh, you know, with that excitement and that crowd as it gets closer to the game. But it's, it's not quite there yet. And that was kind of where I wanted to go in this. And, and we mentioned this kind of coming in. And, Tim, I think you talked about this during one of your hits today. It, it's a little strange because we're so used to college football postseason being bowl games and teams getting there a week early and going through the bowl experiences. This is not a bowl game. This is a national championship game. And so, like, like we said, the dogs arrived Friday night for a Monday night game. That's not typical for postseason play. And Georgia's kind of mentioned that, Tim. The dogs looking at this as a business trip this is not for fun. This is going to Indianapolis with a purpose. And, you know, Georgia fans like to hear that. Yeah, I mean, the bowl games are usually a reward for a team having a good season. This is really one purpose. It's to determine the national champion. And 
could you you can imagine Georgia fans and Georgia players disappointment if they were not able to complete that Monday. So that is the only thing they are focused on. And the national championship committee, the college football playoff committee does a great job of minimizing the distractions for this game. You know, they don't have all of the fan events or the, the social events, the team activities, because all they want these players thinking about, all they want these coaches thinking about is Monday night. And another indication of that is a couple of months ago, I talked to Claude Felton, the legendary sports information director at the University of Georgia. The man who runs Athens. Yeah, I mean, you know, Claude is great. He's from he's a Savannah native, as a matter of fact, and he's uh, he's been there. He's for, a WTOC ever. noted fan. So yeah, he's he's a big fan of of everything about Savannah. But you know, he's he got down to the Orange Bowl the day after Christmas. He's getting into Indianapolis today with the team, so you know that they're coming here with really one thing in mind. Yeah, and I think that kind of goes for the fans, too. And, and we mentioned, you know, you guys kind of talked about it doesn't really feel – there's all the decorations, there's all the stuff outside. You can see that there's a big football game happening, but we are less than – or about 72 hours away from the game. I'm sure just kind of walking around town, if you didn't have the college football logo everywhere. I'm not sure if you would think, oh, there's a big football game here Monday night. Now that's probably going to change this weekend. But I think some of the fans kind of have that mindset going into it too. And it's it's so strange to think about that because this is the ultimate destination for every college football team and fan at the start of the year. And, and now you kind of get here and it's like, oh, let's just get to Monday and let's play the game and let's win. Right. That's it seems I, I love so, that you call um, Indiana in January the ultimate destination. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, what, what else are we going to call it? Somebody's getting a trophy Monday night. Definitely the ultimate game, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, when you think ultimate destinations, if you don't think Indianapolis in early January, I don't know what you're thinking. Hey, city of Indianapolis, tourism department, give me a call. But it, it does feel strange, right, that the, the biggest game of the year in college football, maybe not a whole lot of fan buzz in the city until a couple days before the game. Yeah, I, I really expect it to pick up tomorrow. That's when the fan experience opens and they're having some concerts. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on around Indianapolis centered around this game. There's a big list. There's a 5K. There's a food experience. They're having a drone show that they're going to tape and you'll see it during the ESPN broadcast. Um, but they're taping part of it um, in Indianapolis. I think tomorrow night, um, I, I expect it to pick up definitely um, starting tomorrow, but yeah, it is a weird feeling, I guess, which again, it is really cold. So that could be why. Yeah. I don't know how many of those Savannah fans we're going to see walking the streets in 15 degree weather. Uh, it's, it's, they don't have the clothing for it. You know, they're coming up here in their, you know, their sweatshirts and their, and their wind. We're talking about you, Jake. And then, you know, they're not going to be ready to walk around this, this town. So it will, I think the game will certainly be, you know, electric, but I think the college football committee is going to study this long and hard before they go to another cold weather location for a national championship game. Yeah, the next five destinations are picked out. Uh, L.A., Houston, Vegas, Tampa, 
and uh, somewhere else in there that's not cold weather. Yeah, so, I mean the, the NFL played around with going to you know Detroit a couple times. They went to New York. Where do they end up all the time? They go to Tampa. They go to California. They, you know, they go to Arizona. New Orleans. That's yep. where people want to go for a game like this or a big game. They want to be part of the buildup to it. They want to take part in everything around it and the city around it. So, uh, again, the game will be fine. I mean, it's an indoor game. The, the weather, the cold, and the, and the snow is not going to impact anything about the play. But it's definitely going to impact the fan experience. Fellow South Georgia native <laughs> Kirby Smart noted when he when he got when he arrived today that the only reason he had the jacket that he wore getting off the plane is because his wife picked it out. So uh, that's another thing that Kirby and I have in common is our spouses helped us make sure we would not freeze to death in Indianapolis. So we talked about this on the pod yesterday about kind of how the players have a different perspective on this title drought than the fans do, Tim, Lindsay, that the fans have been feeling four decades without a championship. The players, it's just the three, four, two years that they've been on this team. But winning a title means something to these players. That was a common theme I thought was really interesting from when we heard from the guys early this week. They want to win a championship. Losing on Monday night will be a disappointment, especially after the season they've had so far this year. You, you kind of cut off there at the end uh, there, Jake. I'm sorry. What was the last thing you said? I said even as, as, as good a season as Georgia has had, especially as dominant as they've had, if they don't win a title Monday night, it's going to be a disappointment, not just for the fans, but also the players. And I found it really interesting just how much the players have stressed in their early week press conferences, how badly they want to win a championship. This is not just a drought for the fans that the fans feel the weight of the players feel the weight a little differently, but they want to win a championship just as much. Yeah, they, they absolutely do, although I have never heard a Georgia team reference 1980 as much as this has this team has in the last week. Uh, usually that's almost one of those things that you don't talk about for fear that you kind of jinx yourself comparing yourself to that team. Uh, this team seems to be embracing that and, and embracing the challenge of bringing Georgia a national championship for the first time in 41 years. And, you know, several of these players said that we came to Georgia to deliver this fan base and this university, a championship. And that is the only thing that we are going to be satisfied with Monday night. So it add into that, that this tremendous defense that Georgia has is probably going to lose seven or eight starters. So it's not a now or never, but it is a now or maybe not for a long time. We heard from a bunch of guys and one of the guys was, was Nolan Smith and the Savannah native and, He mentioned just how, you know, this is you, Tim. You said this is what you come to Georgia for, but he also said, you know, winning a championship. This is the flagship team of this state. We have the Braves and, and the Falcons and the Hawks, but the Georgia Bulldogs are the team that a lot of the kids in this state grow up with. And he mentioned 
This is one you'll never forget. This is directly from Nolan Smith. There's a lot of kids born and raised in the state of Georgia. This is one you'll never forget. I always talk about leaving a legacy to my kids, but this is the ultimate. A lot of people go to the program just because of their father and everything. I want that to be my son's choice, but ultimately this is my goal and my dream to point at my son. This is what we've done here. We're born and raised here, so why wouldn't we want to do that? That's some heavy stuff from a young man who I think growing up in Savannah, Georgia, like so many of the guys on this team that grew up in the state of Georgia, understand the weight they carry wearing the red and black. And it's not something that we've heard from a lot of Georgia teams before. I can remember talking to teams in the 90s and them saying, you know what, that all that talk of 1980, that's for older guys. That's not for us. We're worried about this season. We're worried about this opponent. This team, is it's, it's special because the way it is embracing that, which really puts a little bit more pressure on them. You know, because now they, of course, they're playing for themselves, but they're playing for a lot more. When when you start referencing 41 years and you start referencing all of the people whose names are legendary because they won that national championship. And this team is not afraid of that. And so it's it's very interesting to see them kind of take that and carry it into Monday night because it's not something that we've seen a lot of in Athens. I mean, when they say you play for the name on the front of the jersey, I think these guys have really taken that and embraced that kind of mentality. And they want to bring this home, not just for themselves. That's why, I mean, that's why you play the game. You compete. You want to win championships. But I think they want it, not just for themselves, but for the fan base and for the state of Georgia, for the university. Yeah, for more on that, here's two guys who are going to be key parts of that Monday night, two guys who wear number four for the Bulldogs, Nolan Smith and James Cook talking about what a championship would mean for Georgia. We'll start with Smith and then followed by Cook. It was for um, 16 years. I haven't won anything. I haven't won a championship. I won a couple bowl games, but anything big, any championship I never won yet. And that's one thing that keeps me going. That's just something in the back of my head that I that I know that keeps me driving. I want. I just want to win. I can care less how it gets done, how pretty it looks. I just want to win and play ball. I had something to work for, and, and when I came, why I came back is because I never been to a national championship, so I just wanted to to, to be different and, and come back. All right, so we'll hear some more. We'll hear from some more Georgia Bulldogs as well as Alabama Crimson Tide players on Saturday during a media day. Virtual media conferences set for Saturday. Several players from both teams expected to speak, and you'll hear from them uh, tomorrow on the news. That's going to be the kind of the big part of our coverage as well as fans beginning to arrive in Indianapolis tomorrow. It's I think is really like you guys mentioned going to be the beginning of kind of the feel of, okay, here comes that big game. We're just a couple days away. Yeah, I think so. And I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, you mentioned the virtual media day that's from nine to 1130 AM. So uh, I'll be bringing you guys updates on that during the news at six, seven and 11 tomorrow night. Um, and then the, they go to their closed practices uh, at five o'clock. Both teams do. Um, the media not invited to those, but um, we will get some video to look at and review. <laughs> but we are not invited to the practices, but um, that that's their rundown for tomorrow. And I think Sunday is just kind of more game planning ahead of Monday. Also tomorrow, uh, 
very unusual, almost unprecedented. Delta added direct flights uh, to Indianapolis from three cities, Savannah being one of them. The other two are Alabama cities, I believe Huntsville and, and Birmingham. So a lot of Savannah people will be arriving tomorrow. Um, they, I think there were four or five different times you could fly. You could only leave Savannah on Saturday and return on Tuesday. So we'll start to see kind of an influx of, of Savannah people getting here tomorrow. Um, again, a lot of them are, are coming in Sunday and Monday, but these direct flights are, are, are going to get a lot of folks here and, and hopefully we can catch up with a bunch of them. Yeah. So you'll see um, really the, the a big bulk of coverage begin on, on Saturday from, from Lindsay and Tim and myself is, I'll be making it to Indianapolis tomorrow. Lindsay and Tim are already there. Uh, we'll have coverage all day. Be sure to check out WTOC.com, the WTOC app, and as well as WTOC on your social media pages. We'll have plenty of coverage from chilly Indianapolis as we get ready for Monday's national title game there. Guys, stay warm. Try to get some rest. We've got a big couple days coming up on beginning on Saturday. Georgia and Alabama, just a couple days away from crowning a national champion in college football. Going to be a lot of fun. For Tim Geiner, for Lindsey Goff, I'm Jake Wallace. Thanks for listening to this episode of the WTOC Sports Podcast. We'll have a few more coming out this week from Indianapolis. Be sure to check those out.